This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, European dream is, and not even, it's not even a dream, the European reality is here. I don't even need to introduce this podcast in a normal way because this is well and truly as special as it gets, Maz. I'm joined oh. with Maz right here, mate. How are you doing? Mate, I am on top of the world, baby. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's an incredible, incredible feeling. I'm up, yeah, yeah, just uh, incredible uh, atmosphere, incredible day. Uh, how about you, mate? How, how did you uh, get on? Yeah, sorry, technical difficulties, ladies and gentlemen, with the old microphone here. But um, yes, very good, very, very good. Um, I mean, you can't you can't describe these sort of moments, right? I, I haven't felt like that before a game um, since Wigan, and and I stand by that. I think you know it's the most nervous I've been for a football match. Uh, you know, when there's so much riding on something, and I think it's it was shown with the players. They were very nervy those sort of first twenty minutes. Um, I think that it was really weird atmosphere. It's funny you mentioned atmosphere because I wanted to bring this up later on in the podcast, but I thought it was really flat until sort of the last sort of. Uh, half an hour or so and maybe it was just the nerves everyone was just oh. so unsettled <laughs> do you know what do you know what I was actually being nice <laughs> I, I was actually being nice I actually th- I actually agree with you I- I'll be honest yeah. even when the goals went in it was like yeah. it didn't really feel I don't know look, the game, I- it was I- great. my, my- yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Like, look, my my uh, perception of atmosphere now is a little bit skewed because I was very lucky to go to the Luton game and the <laughs> um, Middlesbrough games up for the playoff semis. Mm. And I'm not going to lie, the atmospheres in those games. And I know there's a lot of stake, a lot of stake, a lot on the line. And, mm. and to be fair, similarly to us as well. But those atmosphere in those stadiums were incredible like you couldn't hear yourself and I just mm. I don't know it, it didn't feel like that at the Amex but look we've talked about it in the past we know we're not exactly like yeah. the most volatile you know cool we've had of a it stadium. A few we know times. that like we had it we had it with Chelsea a lot uh, that Chelsea game was very loud that's probably the loudest I've heard it um, I think actually the the one that really did break the barrier I think in my opinion I think it was Sheffield Wednesday in the playoffs back in the day when Dunk first scored mm. that sort of first 20 minutes and then also the one I mentioned, the Chelsea game, but also most recently was Alexis McAllister's penalty after uh, at Man United. I haven't heard a celebration yes. as loud as that yeah. one. I think that one's probably the loudest I've heard the Amex. But yeah, you're right. We didn't. It wasn't loud until sort of the last maybe twenty minutes. Then, then it was a bit flat because obviously Walcott and we, you know we'll get onto the goals in a bit. But we thought that that was yeah. going to be two all, and maybe it was just the nerves around the stadium because we've seen it so many times, haven't we? That Brighton sort of throw it away historically. But look, it doesn't matter because we've rewritten history. And I tell you what, Roberto De Zerbi, take your hat off to him because my God, what a man he's been. What a, what a oh. signing he's been by Bloom and who's ultimately the one to thank in all of this. But we'll get into all of that. To begin with, let's talk about the football because, yeah, it was... <laughs> I was I was done about you, Maz, but I was thinking, oh my God, is it just going to be one of them? Because Matoma mm. had, I think, two massive chances... Oh. 
Go on. That one, the one, the one that was stuck in my brain was the one where, yeah, he's pretty much one on one with them. So you know, you know, it was actually really funny because uh, you know when they start going ole ole, yeah, Southampton fans, yeah, and then he, and then Ben slipped and yeah. Matoma was in one on one and he just put it wide. Like, I thought it was a goal. I was like, yep, yeah, I was celebrating, yeah, yeah, what, like one up, and then he's put it wide and I was like, oh god, like you said, is it one of those afternoons where? Just things aren't going to go. But luckily yeah. for us, McCarthy had a bit of a clangor for the first, didn't he? It sort of mm. went through him. Um, with Fizz Ferguson's on that shot. shot, though. My God, he stuck yeah, no, that no, one, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, look. Yeah, <laughs> no. I mean, look, Ferguson's an absolute player, by the way. Like, mm. I just love everything about him. I, I was saying, actually, to, to, to my mates who I was sitting with, I said to them, I said... The difference, I think, in my opinion, with Ferguson and, and Welbeck is just sort of uh, miles apart. And again, mm. this is no discredit to Welbeck. It's just, I think, it just shows how good Ferguson is. I think the difference up top with him there than any other striker we have in our squad at the moment, I think he's just so good. He's physically uh, so good. He's on the ball. He's brilliant. Even off the ball, the runs he makes. He's just a mm. very intelligent strong. and incredible footballer. So, yeah, yeah he's strong. He's not, Look, he's not, he's not Haaland levels, but like he gives me Haaland vibes. He's that sort of player, um, though, he's that big sort of number nine, very clinical, quick as yeah. well. Um, you, know, you, put, you put Ferguson in that City yeah. team, he's probably scoring quite a lot of goals, to be honest, the amount of chances they create. But, oh, 100%. I mean, the, the way he's been playing yeah. for us is, is very good. I think the only thing that I would say about him is just make sure he stays fit. Uh, that's my biggest concerns mm. with, with Evan is, is he has had a few injuries. Only minor ones, don't get me wrong. He's never really, he's had a couple of ankle yeah. problems, but it's players like him, historically, you know, they're so good and then they get injured and you just don't want them to be out too yeah. much and for it to cost the what them. what-ifs. Yeah, the what-if yeah. player. A bit like Tarek and, you know, yeah. it's, it's such a shame mm. how it's panned out for him because Tarek, remember that first sort of lockdown, like those, those first yeah. few games? Mate, he was genuinely the best right-back in the league for a solid month. Yeah. And I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> yeah, everyone said about how like Chelsea made such a bad mistake letting yeah. him go, and you know how how good he was under uh, at Brighton, and then yeah, unfortunately, he yeah, just he was just like it, he just took on everyone. He was best player. No one could get near him. It was mad. And then yeah, unfortunately, injuries. It's just one of those. And hopefully, you know, with, with Evan, we don't have a similar thing. But uh, let's yeah. let's focus on the positive. Is that it was a good yeah okay bad goalkeeping. It was very bad goalkeeping actually, but yeah. good shot. He, he struck it well. Through. Straight through him. Yeah. Um, it, it took me by surprise. I really didn't think that was going to end up in the back of the net. Uh, the second one, though, was crafted out of just perfection, wasn't it? The way that Matoma, mm. that outside of the boots, sort of curls back around and perfectly weighted in towards Evan Ferguson, tucks it. It's, it's such a lovely finish as well, by the way. Uh, what yeah. a goal. Uh, what a, yeah. Beautifully created by our Japanese maestro, wasn't it, Maz? Yeah, no, was, no. Do you know what it was even so? The first goal really sort of settled my nerves a bit. I think I needed that first yeah. goal just to settle the nerves a little bit, get us, you know, right. Okay, cool. We're one new up, um, and then yeah, and like you said, the second goal beautifully crafted by Matoma, um, who actually I thought was really good actually for most parts. Yeah, um, just a, again, just like, finishing, I think that, that form's really. Yeah, exactly. His finishing let him down, but his general play was really good actually. And um, yeah, like you said, beautiful cross. And yeah. a great, great finish from Ferguson. I think that's what it is. With, with, with Evan Ferguson, he's finishing. We talk about Undav's finishing. I feel like Evan Ferguson's finishing is just yeah, yeah, yeah phenomenal. He's got Those two finishing-wise like, are, are very good. Like They're very good in front of yeah. goal. As I always say about Undav, if, you, if you're giving the ball in the 18-yard box, chances are he's probably going to get a shot on target. And Ferguson's mm. just that, that, but well-rounded. He's such a complete forward. He's, he's all over the yeah. place, really. Hassles so much. And um, yeah, I was a bit disappointed to see him come off, and I'm probably sure he was as well because he probably mm. fancied the hat trick there. Do you reckon? Yeah, mate. He actually looked a bit 
not not fuming is not the right word, but he yeah. did look a bit annoyed when he when he's coming him. off. Um, yeah, no, no, hundred percent. You're on a you're on a Premier yeah. League hat trick, and deserve is that? Yep, yeah, you're off, lad. It's like Harland, <laughs> isn't no, it? With uh, uh, City, Pep just yeah. takes him off. He scored five. <laughs> he's like, no, nah, coming off, mate. It's like, what? I'm gonna <laughs> score ten, mate. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, breaking every Premier League record, and he's like, yeah. nah, not today. Um, no, no, he, he, yeah, he, he looks a bit annoyed, but I think do you know what? I quite like that. I think that shows again managing him um, a sort of a mentality. Yeah, exactly. He's like he wants. He's hungry for goals, and he wants to stay on and do his best for the team. But yeah, no, um, a great performance for him. And uh, yeah, I was re- I was really happy for him to get his, his brace. Yeah, I agree. It had to be him, didn't it? Really, when you when you've got him back in the team, we all sort of know what he's like. And for the eighteen year old to score the two goals, I know inevitably it did get to the uh, the legend himself. We will get to that in a bit. But for Ferguson to really yeah. break the ice was really important for us because if yeah. he didn't, you know, this game it could have been different because we saw second 100%. half Southampton. Yeah. I can't. I've got to give it to him. I, I thought they played so much better in this game and. The Knights saw them at, the, at St Mary's for a start, but also then I've seen them for most of the season. I didn't think that the game was as cut and dry as the three-one suggested. No, hundred percent. I think. Do you want to? I, I don't know if this is like a fact. Well, it's not a fact, obviously. It's just an opinion. But I feel like whenever a team gets relegated, you know, with games to go, yeah, the the pressure gets off them, is lifted. So they're like, yeah. look, we're we're relegated already, boys. Like, let's just play yeah. our football and not worry about the pressures of staying up or whatever it might be, whatever you're fighting for. Those pressures get lifted. Um, yeah. So I think, yeah, that, that you could see that in that Southampton team. Like, mate, Walcott just pulled back the years. <laughs> I thought, like, every time really. he had the ball, yeah, yeah. Mate, every time he had the ball, it just he looked dangerous. And I was like, oh, my yeah. God. Like, Theo Walcott's just turning back the time. Mate, do you know what's and, so um, funny you say that? Me and my dad were like, Walcott is just... He's that big name, isn't he? The past player, you're like... He's just going to have a good game. I was like, he's going to score. Yeah. And then to be fair, we thought he had. But before we get onto that one, we need to talk about that corner. Why are we so bad for a set pieces? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be real with you. I completely missed it. I'm not gonna lie. I was looking at I was looking at for some reason. I was looking at um the the North Stand for some reason. I, 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 I saw something going on. So I I could be, I'm not gonna lie to you. I completely missed it. I haven't had a chance to look Mate, back. It was like but I knew so it was from a set piece. It was near post. He sort yeah. of flicked it. It was similar to the Undav own goal, really. Um, you know, those sort of near right. post flicks. I always think near post flicks are the best way to attack a corner because like, they, they're so dangerous. As soon as that ball's fizzing across, it could go anywhere. And yeah. that's sort of what they did. Yeah. Will Prowse's um, set piece ability oh, is yeah. so good. And he's just fizzed it yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Every time he stepped up for a free... Do you what was it? What uh, part was Was it the first half? I want to say? No, second half? When he stepped up for a free kick... Um, and I was like, oh God, he's, he's going to score. Yeah, he's score. yeah, I think you're right. He's going to score. Remember, but yeah, I yeah right. and then... And then I was like, oh my God, thank God. But yeah, he, yeah. we all know what he's like from set pieces. Um, and usually, like, usually speaking, like, um, from set piece record, our set piece record, Peace, piss. Uh, peace record is not is not great. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, we're not the, we're not exactly the tallest of squads or no. tallest of teams. So that's always going to be uh, an issue at set pieces. But yeah, look, it was it, it didn't help because it sort of then thought you like you said the tide turned and mm. we just looked like a bit of a mess. I, I remember there was a period yeah. of like three or four minutes where Stupinia, like went... I never slate him ever. I think he's a great player, mm. but my god, he gave the ball. It was about ten minutes of that game where yeah. Purvis just lost all footballing ability and I was like what's going on what's going on you forgot to play football for 10 minutes and then Duncan Levi all of a sudden like I'm raving about these boys as like the best English defenders and then then they're getting beaten on the counter every time and I was just thinking what's going on here and yeah I genuinely genuinely thought we're going to throw this away and I didn't Mm. think 
that it was offside. I, I've looked at it back and it's we're talking this. And we've got to keep the same yeah, energy it's... because, you know, if it was the other way around, I'm fuming, right? And I think that, you know, that's that's very, very, very harsh. And it's yeah. a different game if that counts. I mean, first of all, before we get into the offside decision, the finish on, on Walcott, mate, fair play. <laughs> like, just to dink it over dink still it. like that. I was like, yeah. I was like, do you know what? He, he raced for it. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. We could honestly, be like, yeah, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating, Ryan. When that goal went in, I, I kid you not, I just, I, yeah. I looked, I felt my head, my hand fell in my hand. Literally, same. I was, I was like this for for, for a good, yeah, for a good thirty seconds. Yeah. I looked at the ground, uh, and it's funny enough. This guy, this guy next to me, thought I was looking for something, <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. I've just, I've just got my head in my I'm hands. Just depressed, like, mate. I'm leave me alone. here. Yeah, I'm just depressed, mate. Yeah, I'm just about to end it all. I'm going to jump off the annex in a second, mate. Um, yeah, it was hard. So no, yeah, and uh, yeah, I had like a thirty second thing where I was like, oh my god, I can't believe we've blown a two 0 lead. I just can't believe mm. this has happened. And like in the back of my mind, I was like, fair play, good finish uh, from Walcott. But then, yeah, yeah like you said, the, the offside obviously. Um, because for, do you remember for our goal, uh, for the second goal, I thought it was going to get reviewed for some reason. Because like it, yeah, it felt a like foul, did, wasn't it? We yeah, that in the build up, that's it. Yeah, that's Matoma, it on the other side of the pitch. Thomas sort of turned his man, and it's that's not the a one. foul, right? But you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's that's exactly yeah, that's exactly the moment. And I thought right, that's going to go to VAR. But obviously the screen did come on, so I was like, okay, cool, we're, we're cool. And then obviously for the Walcott one, it came flashed up saying VAR check. And I was like, oh my god. This yeah. could like yeah, this could be it. Um, and yeah, I, I've seen the replays that you've seen, and yeah, look, we're talking minimal, like a toe. Uh, but if you go by the letter of the law, if we're going to be like that, that that guy, uh, you know, it is offside, is offside. But I know what you're saying. Like if that had happened to us, we'd be fuming. Like imagine that yeah. cost us Europe. We'd be absolutely seething. Yeah. So I get I get both sides. If you go by the letter of the law, it's offside. But it's just got you're to be talking, fixed, isn't it? Like it is just is yeah. stupid. Like, these it's stupid minuscule. You can't. What advantage has he gained in that? You know, it's, it's nothing. Even if you're talking about like right, like imagine Southampton was still playing to stay up. So like imagine that. Yeah. Like you've gone from two 0 down to potentially tall, changing the game, and they were on top of that point. They were like yeah. five minutes. They were really battering us, to be honest. Um, or yeah, not, yeah, for for a little bit of a period of time. And imagine that they're, they're playing to stay up, and then yeah, you get ruled out for for a, a toe, like a, a, a toe. So yeah, yeah I, I get both sides, but it, it is what it is, isn't it? Yeah, what I, what I will say is yeah, one one that's just true is is yeah, it boggles your mind sometimes as to the decisions mm. in this league. It's just a good job it didn't mean anything for either team in the end. But yeah, um, what I will say is sure. yeah, like. The, let's actually let's move away from the officials. It's, I can't bother to be complaining about officials on another podcast. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, with you. especially let, let, let's on the day like this. Right. Uh, let's be yeah, happy yeah. today. Let's let's just talk about the performances of. I wanted to pick out particularly, obviously, Caicedo's and everyone like this and McAllister. I thought had a great game, but Levi Carwell yeah. looked really composed alongside Dunk. Um, apart from that sort of funny ten minutes that they had, sort of the whole team had in that moment. But I thought they just looked so good. Um, and before we get onto the goals and everything, all I want to say is, Maz, he is liking some posts on social media, perhaps suggesting, you know, Levi Cole, where we want you to stay. He liked the post. I'm just saying, I'm not saying anything. But um, could you see it happening, Maz? Or, or are we just becoming Leeds fans over Ben White? <laughs> yeah, Ben White 2.0. Um, no, he wants look, to stay. I wouldn't... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I, I'll be honest. Like he was, um, yeah. He, he, like you said, he liked the video. Obviously, that you could read it into that what you will. Um, he obviously showed the a lot of love to the fans. After, 
Yeah, yeah. We're really, we're really clutching onto straws here. But um, yeah, he, he showed a lot of love to the fans and obviously they showed him a lot of love as well. Um, yeah. Look, I'll be real. I'll, I'll be real. I just don't, I just can't see it happening because I think there's been talks that he's he's very much liked by the, the whole Chelsea It's the money in it that's going to be the problem at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. Money. And I know they're not, look, the, the good thing for us at our advantage is we're playing European football and Chelsea aren't, which yeah. is obviously a huge draw. However, Let's be real, if, if we're going to be realistic here, most likely, nine times out of ten, they're going to bounce back next season and they're going to yeah. get European football next season. Um, so is but he... Bowley is you a know, from, from Co- Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. I agree with that statement. Um, but maybe Colwell's looking at it. Look, one season out of Europe isn't the end of the world. I can bounce back with Chelsea next season and we can get European football and then go on to potentially Champions League the season after. So he's maybe thinking sort of the longevity for it. Like, is is Chelsea a better club long term? You could argue that to the cows come home. But in his mind, he's probably going to have to say, look, Chelsea's a better prospect long term. Um, And is Brighton's success going to be sustained? I think, you know, anyone could, again, argue that. I, I personally believe we will have like a long period of success, but... You know, casuals might not think that, and you know, your, your I think, average. Do you know Joe's... what? I think that there's definitely like talk. You know, if I was to put it that way, um, of Colwell loving it here. I mean, it's obvious he does. You mm. can't, you can't make that up. He, he clearly does. By the way, just take your phone yeah. away from the mic. <laughs> um, oh, sorry, but sorry. he clearly, he clearly does love it, right? There's no denying that. I think, I think ultimately, what it's going to come yeah. down to is is the price tags. Unfortunately, I think it's um, yeah. it's going to be one of those where Chelsea are going to want what. 60 million probably mm-hmm. um like at minimum because they're going to play hardball with us probably yeah, um because they're going to get a, yeah, a, a yeah. <laughs> perhaps deal. we've got the advantage of saying yeah well you want sanchez and you know he's probably going to leave next season you know maybe there's something in that um i hope that we can you know i, I trust tony bloom fully if, if if it gets to a situation of we could do it i think we should um would you spend the sort of regions of 50 million, 60 million oh, on Levi. That's so mad because I was literally about to ask you that same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you know what? In today's terms, that's actually not that much money that's anymore. That's what I'm saying. That's the cra- yeah, that's the crazy thing. Um, considering what? what was Kukre was around 60 million, wasn't he? Around yeah, that? look at him. So, yeah, I mean, look. <laughs> do you know what? In today's terms, because of his now. age... We've got the money. We're going to sell Mikhailov and Caicedo most likely. Again, I don't want to put words into to people's mouths, but most likely, well, definitely McAllister, but From most likely firm, Caicedo just, as well. Just expectation. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, just for speculation. Um, but look, we've got the like you said, we've got the budget. I think I would pay. I would pay up to fifty million. I think. Yeah. I think I'd pay fifty fine. million. But it's because look, he's only had one full fledged season in the Premier League, so you're probably thinking, is he worth that? But I would say yes. To put um, it on it, and by the way, think, and I think a he's a money. quality player, by the way. I, I'm not taking anything away yeah. from him. But Forrest spent £45 million on Morgan Gibbs-White. And I think Gibbs-White's a great player. And I think he's worth the money now. But at the time, mm. you know, they're getting him from Wolves. He's yeah. a rival with £45 million for an unproven, I think he's what, 21, it. 22. Yeah. Um, for me, I mean, Levi, the, the one time I'd break the bank, and I could imagine... Um, you know, I know sort of, we've sort of done it on João Pedro, but it's not, you know, we're mm. not talking 60s, you know, 50s, 60s. I think the one time I can imagine Tony Bloom pulling that trigger is for a player that's been here and gets it and has mm. been around the squad, is liked it. And we, we, there's, no, there's no doubts over him here because he's yeah. been here for a year, if you know what I'm trying to say. So there's no worries yeah. about him settling in. There's no worries about him potentially flopping because we know, we know he's not going to because we know he works in this team. 
Um, so that's the one thing I think that we'd say is, yes, we've got the European stuff, yes, all that. But I think the one thing that we can say comfortably from a purely player point of view is, you know, he's been here before. And I think that that could possibly be the one thing if I was to yeah. be Tony Bloom to say, yeah, get him. Well, yeah. Like, like you said, he, we've got, he's got the buy-in, hasn't he? So he, he knows what he's getting with us. He's, he's already can, you know, had a whole season under his belt at Brighton. He knows the facilities, knows the players, knows the, the backroom staff. Like, like you said, it's all familiar settings for him. And I think the key thing as well, having a naturally left-footed ball-playing centre-half like Lee Colwell will be huge to us. So like, yeah. We all know the benefits to, to, to us. I suppose it's just convincing him the benefits of coming to us I suppose it's just you know this is what you can get from us this yeah. is the long term plan and taking and I suppose the money that, drop suppose... probably is the one thing yeah. that you'd have to say is Ex- look you can get yeah. more money at Chelsea but you could probably become a better player here what would you want to do do you, do you fancy yeah, a career do you t- fancy the money Exactly, and it's the same with like Kaiseido, for example. Like the times on their side, I, I know. Look, I know as a player you want to develop and you want to get to the top as quickly as you can. Yeah. But sometimes you got to think like, is the grass greener on the other side? And you know, for example, they're both 21, 21 years old, so they've still got like at least another two, three years of development years, let alone yeah. their peak years. So, yeah, look, I know what I do as a player, but I'm not a player, uh, and I know I'm biased because yeah. I'm a Brighton fan. But yeah, I, I think I know I, what I do. I think if I was Kaiseido, I'd stay, and if I was Leroy yeah. Colwell, I would definitely try and get uh, a permanent deal but yeah that's just our opinion isn't it? it's funny you say about being biased as a Brighton fan because I think that even if you were to switch it completely around and say that I don't know we were I don't even know Chelsea fans and I don't know we had a player on loan from Newcastle right completely worlds reversed where Chelsea are a small club irrelevant mm. and we were Chelsea fans and Newcastle were the biggest club in the world which is probably going to happen anyway with their money so um, and it, I would say the same thing purely on career perspective it would make more sense to go one way or another no, because you're going to improve as a player in the process I think you, that's sure. the one thing that I always think but you know footballers unfortunately don't work like that sometimes yeah. and Ma- money, money talks right unfortunately and yeah and yes. yeah, and I, you know if, if people were waving you know the percentages that they, he's going to be being waived and I'd probably be you know thinking oh, you know I could you know. <laughs> you're like yeah. this big spiel I want to do it I want to do it think of the career and then yeah money <laughs> it's unfortunate reality of life but anyway um, yeah but it's a good sure, debate anyway sure. it's a good debate on Levi and I do yeah. hope anyway but for to end it off is that he does stay um, that's, that's ultimately yeah, fingers of course crossed. I do I think he's a great player I think he seems like a good kid clearly loved by the club mm. he clearly loves the club Let's try spend the money, Tony, if you got it, mate. And um, yeah, we'll move on to the sort of latter end of the second half. Um, obviously, Southampton had their moments and then we sort of established ourselves again, had a ship. few chances. Yeah, we had a lot yeah. of shots, actually, to be fair. I didn't realise how quite many we had. So I looked at the stats, it was something like 23, 24. Um, oh, wow. Which, you know, I yeah, I didn't, I didn't realise yeah. it was that many. Um, and then, and then, obviously, we did break get the sort of third goal. That was a bit of a sigh of relief. Pascal Gross, how biblical, by the way, for Pascal Gross to hit oh. that. He's the man Love from it. six years ago, yesterday, or the day before that, where he signed for us or something like that. And then all of a sudden, yeah. he scored our first goal ever in the Premier League, and now he scored the goal to equal the all-time record Brighton top scorer in the Premier League to send us to Europe. Not just Europe, Incredible. but Europa League, because let's face it, we're going to be playing Europa League. Yeah. We ain't going to lose 8 0 on Wednesday nah. and 8 0 again. So, nah. Europa League, Pascal Grossmas, yeah. just what an absolute icon. Yeah, and I, incredible. Like, like you say, he's just. 
what he means to this club and for it to be him to have scored that sort of seal sealed the result and really put it to bed i think yeah like you said it's, it was incredible and it shows just by his celebration like the passion he showed uh mm. when he ran over to the fans and it just shows how much it means to him let alone yeah. to us as fans he cried at I think time, that was, didn't he yeah, it's an incredible team. And his journey as well. Like we talk about, like, uh, uh, I just want to talk quickly about um, Dunkey's obviously journey from League yeah. One to, to, to the uh, Europe in 12 years. Uh, that journey, that. well, as a club, we, yeah, 12 years we've done that journey, uh, which is just incredible to think about that. Like, we were in League One or, like, in the depths of the lower leagues and we're now playing European football. Like, that's just mental. Like, it's I remember nice. watching Brighton, Brighton at the Wid Dean against Northwood Victoria when Insane. Jake Robinson scored a hat trick. And it's like, I've gone from that sitting in the fucking family stand in the J block in with teen to now witnessing European football is just mental. Um, so yeah, like and and yeah, that moment just meant everything. And I've got to sh- I've got to shout out someone who in a bad way, uh, a chap called Simon who uh, sits next to to me. Uh, he said, and I quote. Before Pascal shot, he goes, he doesn't have a left foot. And I was like, <laughs> and he just absolutely walloped it with his left foot. I was like, mate. And then everyone in front of us, I was like, can you just say that every time he goes for yeah. a shot, please? Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, again, left foot, left foot strike, brilliant strike. And yeah, it was just incredible to see what it meant to everyone. And uh, yeah, I'm so happy it was him. Yeah, I agree. He's top, top top player uh, and not just top player top individual as well I mean what he's what he's done for this club and I hope it he never tarnishes it with a move to Todd Bowley's Chelsea or something crazy but yeah. what I can say is uh, he's been he's been unbelievable and he's been an absolute icon and you know words don't describe Pascal Gross to Brighton fans and, and it shouldn't do to most football fans as well his stats in the Premier League speak for themselves he's got 30 or 36 yeah. assists and he's now got 26 Premier League goals he's also the highest chance second highest chance creator uh, since 2017 when he joined. I mean, those sort of stats, you'd, you'd think we're talking about a Manchester City player, but we're not. We're talking about a Brighton player who's been seriously so good. But um, Pascal, what a man. And, and you're, you're right to mention yeah. Lewis Dunk as well, uh, just, to, just to add on to that, because that journey, what you mentioned, you know, League One, as you say, it's, it's insane when you think about the short time frame. You know, as you say, it doesn't feel long ago you're at the with Dean, doesn't feel long ago I was in school and, you know, you've got these people saying, bantering you saying you're going to go back down to where you belong mm-hmm. in League One and, you know, I'm going to, yeah. I could call you all out, but I'm not going to because I don't even speak to anyone anymore. <laughs> but, you know, it's just funny because how it's changed in such a short space of time, you know, we're talking six, seven, eight years and, and, and in that time, we've become one of the best teams in the league, in the Premier League, you know, that's, that's I, I'm having a moment here thinking about it, thinking, oh my God, like yeah. that's... Oh, that's the same time, you know, and, and in it's, eight it's years. Only, it's only when it's you mad. say it, yeah, it's only when you say it out loud, it sort of sets in really, like the achievement this club's, you know, this uh, how much it means. And I, and I know there was a bit of talk online, I saw there was a bit of debate uh, between sort of the older fans and the younger fans about, oh, no, you know, what means either. more. Yeah, yeah, you know, what means more is it like, you know, being That'd on be the brink so of uh, existence. I know, <laughs> uh, yeah. But, you know, one thing I will say on this, and, and I hope this sort of like comes out right, um, I think... I, I don't like this whole comparison thing. It's like, look, all these achievements we've done is 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 incredible in their own way. Of course, look, being on the brink of, of, of non-existence, of course, that was a, an incredible moment in our history. But then equally, making Europe for the first time ever is equally as impressive. So yeah. I, I, I don't like this whole to and fro between the younger fans and the older fans. Like, let's just enjoy it. Like, I know it sounds don't cliche, compare. but just enjoy. In, yeah, don't compare. Like, comparison is the thief of joy. So I think Fact. just don't compare. Just enjoy, enjoy the good times. No matter when they happen. Look, every 
part of history is incredible in its own way and hence why it's history so you know just enjoy the good times and each Agreed. each moment is just as biblical and amazing as as the other so yeah just look let's not argue amongst ourselves let's just yeah, enjoy what's yeah, going on I'll, and how incredible this this club's been it's a shame that it sort of has to result in that sometimes because you just think like yeah, yeah, really? You know what I mean? Like, really? We're really arguing over, you know, what was better over Hereford, over promotion, yeah. over League One, over... You know what I mean? How can you compare yeah, these they're all moments? incredible because moments. they're different, you know? Like, exactly. you, you can't exactly. call... You know, factually, this is the best team we've ever had, right? Because we've got the best yeah. sort of athletes and we've got the best technicians, everything, right? Correct. This is the best team, yeah. right? But then for us to go and then say, I don't know, our players that perhaps haven't played much for us. Like saying Robert Sanchez, for example, who hasn't turned up in the last sort of few games and whatever. And for them to us then go and say, yeah, he's better than Michelle Kuypers, right? It's true because he's a better goalkeeper. But for what he's done for the club, everyone's going to have Kuypers. So this is what I'm trying to say. There's no comparison over these moments. And it equally goes back down to Hereford and and further beyond. But yeah, you're right in saying it all. It it, it doesn't doesn't make sense. And then, and then, final thing, just to, just to sort of wrap this little bit up. I, th- I think yeah. it's um, so so important to to remember as well. Like, it, in terms of online as well, and I suppose anyone who lives online or you know has social media accounts, look, we can all have our opinions. We can all have our things. It doesn't mean one person is wrong. Like that's what an opinion is an opinion. Yeah. So that, that's why I always see online. It's like, no, you're wrong. It's like, no, no, it's just it's, it's just my opinion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, like for example, myself and you, we have we have healthy debates when we talk about Brighton and what if we it's think not is deep, right. What's, though, what like, I'm not going to yeah, come ex- out, you know. Ex- Exactly, exactly. Like, just one message to people that are, that are you know, those trolls online or whatever. Yeah. Look, we, we can all have our opinions. We can all have our differing opinions. We can all agree to disagree. That's fine. But you, not one person is right and not one person is wrong. It's just you have a different opinion. And also, people come from different eras. Like, you know, like, like we said, the older gen come from a different era to, to what we come to. Uh, you know, uh, I'm sort of in the middle. You're, you're obviously a bit younger than me, but I'm like in the middle sort of thing. And it's, it's like, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't. <laughs> Uh, shit on the younger yeah, but people. I'd and I say, shit on the older I'd people. say you're like it's just you're still in our younger generation. Like you, you still yeah, oh, 100 percent. Yeah, I'm not allowed like, to get it, Ryan. No, Don't no, this one's no. But you're you're <laughs> discounting yourself from us. I'm thinking, no, no, no. Yeah, you're you're definitely yeah. like I know no, way I, more I people that yeah, act older than you, and they're like only just the same age as me. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many people that are <laughs> very, different. Right? Yeah, yeah, I am quite mature to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, that's funny. No, no, I get, I get what you say. No, I get, I get what you say. Yeah, um, but anyway, yes. Stop arguing with each other, for God's sake. We're in European football. Yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah, um, but what we'll Love say. It is, um, yeah, uh, Lewis Dunk, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Lewis Dunk, um, to top it all off, everything great that's happening at the moment. I don't know if you saw David Ornstein and Andy Naylor has tweeted today that Lewis Dunk is in serious contention for an England yeah. recall. How long have we been saying it on this podcast it would be enough to drive you up the wall? But it looks like yeah. it could genuinely be happening now, Maz. It's taken us to become a literal big six club for it to happen. But um, your yeah. thoughts... Yeah, about, about damn time, to be honest. Um, <laughs> no, he, look, he, he deserves everything for him. Like, he's, I've, I've known him since I was like, yeah, tw- 21. Um, no obviously, I don't, I, I'm not, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not like, I don't stay in touch with him like that much. But whenever we see each other, we have a good little, we have a good chat, good catch up. And like, it's just incredible to we see all his saw rise. It. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all saw it. Yeah, of course, I was going to mention that. Uh, if you haven't yeah. seen it already, 
Jacob, put the video in. Yeah. Um, no, roll that uh, clip. No, <laughs> roll that clip. Now, all, all joking aside, like, I, I'm so happy for him to see where he's come from, yeah, like, um, you know, where he's been and uh, sort of the journey. Obviously, he's had his, his trials and tribulations, which I'm, you know, Crystal Palace fans love reminding us of. Um, but he's come through the hard times. And um, yeah, just to get to see him get another England cap. Of course, USA was his first one, but for him to get another one, I think just just shows his hard work. And I know a lot of people like to shit on him and say he's a you know a standard defender or, or an average defender. But we as Brighton fans get to see him every week, and yeah. we see his qualities, what he brings, not only on the pitch but off the pitch, the leadership, how much the, the lads love him. Like I even just 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 from watching that um, little parade at the end, like you know the, the the chats he was having with the players, his family, you know his little kids came on the pitch like he just he's everything about him oozes just a, a brilliant guy and he cares so much about the club and um you know committed his future obviously uh, a couple of seasons back now and yeah he's just an all-round top bloke and, uh, and a quality player i think that goes under the radar a lot and to see him get another cap would be completely justified i think yeah i agree i mean he's he's done so so much for the club i mean he's he's essentially put us on the map hasn't he really not through the fact of him being um, sort of a multi-superstar because, you know, he's not really got that sort of fame like he probably should do. But hmm. what he what he has done is he's, he's been such a solid performer for so many years. Yes, it's come with the mistakes and people will send the photos of the photos of him on the floor or whatever. But the, 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 the I can't stress enough the sort of, how do I even put it into words? The significance of this man to, in our last sort of, hmm. particularly those three years since, four years since, Graham Potter came in, changed the club, and, and you know he went from being that um, maybe a rational centre half who's good at blocking stuff, but sometimes gets it wrong, to an all-round ball-playing centre half who can play yeah. in so many diverse, you know, very very unique and and very very um, sort of first of its kind, should I say? Especially when Potter started doing it and when Deserby started doing it, it was very it was very new, um, and and Lewis Dunk leveled up and he leveled up again and he leveled up again and and that's the one reason as to why and, and I'm sure Maju agree we cannot understand how he hasn't got that England call up sooner because yeah. I know I'd, I'd, I'd argue personally he was better a couple of years ago than he is probably now yeah. I thought that that 2021 100%. season is probably the best version of Lewis Dunk I've ever seen and he didn't get called up and then we went to the Euros without him and I think, to be honest, we could have done with him, to be fair, sometimes. And I think that Maguire, you know, although he's good for England, I'd argue Dunk's way, way better than him. And fast forward yeah. two years, I'd say, yeah, Maguire's out of the question. But I think him and Stones are genuinely two of the best performers, English performers, in the league. No, agreed. No, no, I think I think that's the crazy thing is that people don't quite realise the, 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 the talent pool, especially at centre-half for England. Like, going forward, we've got incredible talent. Like, I, I could understand, let's say, if he was a winger, you know, like Solly March, for example. You know, he was he was on the brink of making an England call-up, but then you could yeah. argue, look, we've got Saka, Grealish, you know, yeah. Sterling. Foden like, just, well, uh, Sterling. Yeah, Foden, like, an incredible talent pool going forward. But when you look at the centre-half positions, like you said, Ryan, is there really anyone better English than those two at the moment. Stones, obviously, you know, he's had a brilliant season. Could make a case then, for Levi Colwell to be in that mention, to be yeah, fair. No, I mean, Adam Webster's been a bit injury-prone, unfortunately, for him. But um, Levi, yeah. I mean, if I was if I was Gareth, I'd be looking at him as well, to be honest with you. I'd be 100%. looking at both of them. 
Yeah, uh, and like even and you know, there's other people that uh, again, Palace fans. You know, Mark Gahey bringing him up in conversation and stuff. And yeah, he's, 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 I, 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 I like him. Yeah, I like him. Look, credit where credit's due. But like, yeah. I just feel like Dunkey, like you said, is probably up there with the top, at least top four English centre backs yeah, right easy. now. Yeah, um, so yeah. he deserves a squad place at least. Yeah, the very least. I mean, you got you got John Stones, Gahey. To be fair, I do rate him. I actually do rate him. He, he yeah. normally is pretty good. Um, Lewis Dunk, obviously. Um, I mentioned Levi Colwell. I don't think that you can put Maguire. You can't put Cody Mings. To be fair, yeah. has been pretty decent for Villa recently. Yeah. I'll give him that. So Dyer more... has been dire. Yeah, he has so, been dire. I'd actually part. say that Mings has dramatically improved. Not, and I would go as far to say I take what I said back about him because I do, I do actually rate him a bit more now. He's been good for Villa. Yeah, um, yeah for Villa. Yeah. Yeah, no, fair. I think he's got to be in there. So yeah, we'll we'll, we'll soon see. But it's point of the matter is it's a, it's a perfectly perfectly sort of well rounded moment as to how it's come about. You know, we've just got to Europe. We have now got an England call up for Lewis Dunk potentially. Anyway, um, Maz, I don't know if there's anything else you want to add, mate. But I'm sure there's probably a lot more in no. regards to the actual fan feeling. But I mean, just you know, players and off yeah. the pitch stuff. Yeah, no, no. I mean, look, like we touched on it. Obviously, the the if you haven't checked it out, make sure you go check out Dunkey's video to Seagull Social. It is confirmed. He is a uh, he is a Seagull Social <laughs> ultra, Lewis Dunk. Yeah. So that's that's confirmed. He loves our podcast. Um, the club captain, by the way, and club legend, loves Seagull Social. So you you so must you should also too. like it. As well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly by default. Um, and then of course Moises Caicedo as well. Um, I actually shouted at him and, and said, "Are you staying, Moises?" <laughs> I saw that. And he actually. He actually smiled uh, at, for a photo, but I took that as that means he's staying. So <laughs> oh. thank you, Moises, for the confirmation. <laughs> oh God! Um, as we say yeah, about the immature thing, this is this is them what we saw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally, no, literally, oh, you're bang on. Um, no, and um, yeah, just basically, if you haven't checked out all our content on socials, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff, make sure you do. We we were posting quite a bit on there. Uh, but no, Ryan, I think, mate, we we've done a good job of of covering the the, the incredible. Yeah, the incredible season. Yeah. I know we've got two more games to go, but uh, mid City midweek and, of course, uh, Villa on the last day, which now, thankfully, and I'm so happy about this, is a bit of a dead rubber, to be honest, because it doesn't really matter what we do. Uh, we are going to Europe, mm. and it's pretty much confirmed that we're going to be finishing in sixth, uh, albeit a 18-goal swing, um, so which I doubt is going to happen, unless Man City and Villa both turn into prime Barca 2009, uh, and we're all doomed, but... Yeah, I think we. Mate, should be if fine. we if we lose if we lose by eight nil in two games in a row, yeah. then fair, fair enough. Play. I'll give up with I'll give up with football. I'll never watch football again. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll just stand up and applaud. I think I'll be like fair play. Like, <laughs> I'm on my knees. To win nine nil. My um, <laughs> my my stupid lights got off, so that's really annoying to be honest with you. But it is. Oh, that light was we'll looking nice, anyway. you know. But yeah, we'll we'll wrap it up. But yes, <laughs> what I will say is yeah, we um. Villa-wise, we'll, we'll do a preview, but yeah. come on now. And also, and also come City, back. come on now, we ain't, we ain't losing yeah. 8-0, come on. And, and yeah, if anything, Pep, Pep Guardiola loves us enough anyway, he'll take it easy. He's not going to put eight past yeah, he loves yeah. us. He loves to serve, he, he wants to see him in Europa. Um, but yeah. yes, thank you all for listening. And, and just, to, just to round it all off, really, what a, what a moment. An absolutely unbelievable moment. You should not be underestimated as to how important this is because um, it is, in my opinion anyway, the most... Fruitious moment in the club's history. It is by far the the biggest moment in regards to what this club can achieve. To be able to get European football should not be frowned upon by any means. The only thing now is 
how it how we respond from it in the following season because as we all know it can also end in tears but for now enjoy the moment because god should we um it's it's we've it's been a long time coming hasn't it and the amount of pain we've been through not only yeah. uh in, in the last ever but also in this in this season alone it's been a lot of pain yeah. the, the, the Graham Potter stuff to, what to, we've lost to, to, it's been mad to quote Jack Albion it's a roller coaster you just got to ride it you have indeed and that's pretty much this season but everything comes back around ladies and gentlemen as we've seen it is well and truly um it's just it's just magical to be honest with you it, it goes past words it was meant to be from the start but thank you all for listening because that is a a very very good podcast i've, I've, I've very much enjoyed myself on this one um, I, we'll see you soon we'll do, yeah, that was brilliant it was brilliant and we'll we'll do we'll do sort com- of a bigger oh, com- like, comments down below just season. do um we're, we're going on a Go european on. tour just put that in the yeah. comments down below we're going on a european yeah. tour and if oh, you yeah. think of anything funky as well, go with it. <laughs> I want to hear some fun stuff because yeah. I want to hear some. I want to yeah, hear some yeah. stories, Maz. I want to hear what people have got up to oh, uh, in, in celebrations. I like that. I, like that I want to hear some stories. I want to know what people I have. Like that you know, a lot. if you got drunk, if you didn't get drunk, you don't have to drink. It doesn't matter if you don't. I want to hear people's stories as to what they got up to in regards to celebration. How 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 much fun you've had because you should be having fun right now. What's the, what's yes. to love? Um, and also say oh, love that, Ryan. I love well. that. Um, but yeah, we'll yeah. see you for a bit no, more of a like sort of end of the season thing once it's all over with Ben as well. It's be a bit bit easier yeah. once this cruise together and we don't have to rush together a forty minute episode. But until then, we'll see you very soon. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Follow our socials and see your social, of course. And yeah, we'll see you after City. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, bye bye. Peace. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered by fans